And we're off. And we're off. Welcome back to Asinine Radio, a weekly podcast where we talk about music and, well, that's pretty much it. So, uh, let's go! This is Asinine Radio. This is the weekly music podcast. This is the greatest podcast you'll ever listen to in your entire life. Uh, this one's a good one, or I hope it's going to be a good one, because we're going to rank all seven of the Linkin Park records. But while we, but while we do that, Bye. go to iTunes, go rate, review, and subscribe to us <laughs> on there. Follow us on social media at Asinine Radio. My name is Tyler, and sitting right across from me, three feet, three four feet away from me, is Jeff, uh, because I'm in Arizona and. Uh, yeah, we don't do this often. So, before we do this, before we actually rank the oh seven Lincoln Park records, oh I, I I forget because it's such a new segment. We're gonna do our six degrees of Tom DeLong, our new segment. Ah, I forgot about that too. Yeah, right you now. forgot too because you're a knucklehead. You're a noob. I was so. Yeah, it's what. Good, good. No, wait. What were we gonna say? What I was just thinking say? about in the office when when somebody was like, because you kept saying like butt a lot in the beginning. Did I? And then when Aaron was like, butts are for pooping. <laughs> it's so good. <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny. <laughs> <laughs> so that's good. Uh, I like Aaron. She was a good character. She was. Okay, so our six degrees of Tom DeLonge. If you don't know what that is, look up the six degrees of Kevin Bacon. Then you'll know. So, um. Who wants to go first? I don't. I don't know. What do you? Uh, how many do you three. have? I got three. I maxed out. I maxed out at three. I I have three point five. Is that cheating? Uh, yeah, it is. But that's okay. It uh, no restriction. Are you, so. be, are you gonna be mad if I do a point uh, five? I'm gonna be mad. I'm always mad. Okay. So what do you got? All right. So I'll do my I'll do my quickie because I it was just a really uh, well. I got a quickie one too. So mine's mine's in three. What? My, my my mine's in three steps. Oh, mine's in. I think mine is two or three. Okay. Okay, so like uh, DJ Han. Mm-hmm. Actually, these are all in the theme. These are all of DJ Han, and the theme is, you'll hear it in a second. DJ Han did some soundtrack work for the X Files, mm. and uh, Tim Armstrong was a guest. Mm. So, Tim to Travis and the Transplants, and then. Easy peasy. Travis to so Tom. The new season of. The newer seasons of X Files. Yeah. yeah. I remember that episode with Tim Armstrong. It was good. Good episode. My voice is cracking. Yeah, so that's cool. Dry heat out here. Sure. My voice cracks. It's dry heat. Yeah. <clears throat> um, all right. So my uh, my quickie one is Stevie Aoki remixed uh, some of the stuff with Linkin Park, some songs. Stevie Aoki uh, was also remixed Bored to Death with Link 182. And also Blink were on that Stevie Aoki song, that really bad one. So there you go. Didn't Blink play in Stevie Oki's house on his birthday? They did, yeah. Yeah, so that's a weird, kind of awkward. Yeah. Uh, the, the easiest connection would have been Linkin Park and Blink were on tour together. Yeah. You don't want to do that. That's yeah, that fun. one's way too that's boring. Fun. Even the Stevie Oki one was boring. But anyway, what do you All got right, for Let's your, get to the good one? stuff. Okay. Uh, so this is another shorty, another shouty, but mm-hmm. uh, DJ Han again did some soundtrack work for The X Files, which is the oh common theme, uh, which guest stars Shia LaBeouf. What? Really? What episode was? Oh no! You, yeah, I remember the episode. The the, the indestructible guy. It was it was the gold or the lucky bird. guy. 
it was called like the Goldberg something, and this guy would make contraptions that were so extensive, and all it would do would be like knock a marble over and then pour like a cup of coffee. Yeah. It would take 40 minutes to do all this stuff to pour a cup of coffee. But it, was, it wasn't But it, it wasn't that it that he made the contraptions. It was that he, his luck world, was so good. Yeah, the world with the contraptions that would allow him to pretty much get away with anything. Yeah. And he, I think the guy was Maz from... He was in another show. I think Sex in the City? He was in Sex in the City. I didn't watch the show, but I knew he was in it. Yeah. Yeah. I did watch that show. It was a good show. Yeah. So yeah, uh, DJ Han did some soundtrack work for the X Files. Was guest guest starred Shia LaBeouf. Uh, Shia directed a movie called Maniac that starred Kid Cudi. Okay. Kid Cudi guest starred in Travis's solo album. Travis, Travis Tom. Tom. Okay. I think I know where you're gonna go with the other. If it's if this is X Files theme. Yeah. I I'm pretty sure I know where you're gonna go with this. It's kind of cheesy, I, I, but I got a couple other ones. It's kind of cheap, but that's okay. It's not really cheap, but uh, it is because we've talked about Josh Freese being cheap. But um, uh, I'm not using Josh Freese at all. So that's fine. Oh, okay. All right. Then you're using Brooks. Uh, no, you're, you're I don't do using... cheap. I go deep, bro. I do good. <laughs> I do good work. I do good work. Okay, okay. Uh, this next one is another shorty, but it's it's a it's a decent one. Um, Marilyn Manson actually remixed a few of the Lincoln Park songs over the years. Uh, so we got Twiggy, who was in Marilyn Manson, one of the main songwriters for Marilyn Manson. Actually, uh, Twiggy was also in Nine Inch Nails. Elon Rubin is the drummer for Nine Inch Nails, and Elon Rubin is the drummer for Angels and Airwaves. Tom mm. Belong. There you go. Weren't we just talking about him last night? Yeah, we were like talking we about were. Elon. Yeah, yeah, we were. Because he's the youngest guy that's to ever right. be inducted into the Rock and Roll of Fame. Yep. And he's, and he's 34, and that's really annoying to me because yeah, I'm 34. It is annoying. You're 34? Mm-hmm. Dude, you're fucking old just as shit, Just turned 34 two weeks dude. ago, three you weeks ago. You are literally old as shit. Old like, as shit. Poop, poop, poop <laughs> that is old is <laughs> not as old as you. That Yeah. Because it would decompose. Because poop. Yeah, because poop. Uh, so, <laughs> DJ Han did some soundtrack work for The X-Files, which also starred uh, guest star Jesse the Body Ventura. Okay? Who's he in? What episode was not, he? Was not Jesse important, because I didn't write down the episode names. Not important. So, Jesse the Body Ventura um, wrestled against Rowdy Roddy Piper. I don't know who that is, but okay. I didn't know. I wasn't a wrestling kid. Like I didn't the greatest care. heel of all time. Roddy I didn't. Roddy I didn't watch wrestling. He was killed. He was a jerk. Like I don't know. Uh, I'm just, sorry. Just, I'm sorry. Just, I wasn't a wrestling just, kid. Just go to hell. Rowdy Roddy Piper <laughs> had a small recurring role in uh, "It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia." Okay. Which I tried to watch, and I just cannot stand I, that fucking show. I can't get into it either. Uh, but Sean William Scott also kind of had a, um, a small recurring role. 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 Sean William Scott was in American Pie. I could do that way. But you I'm could. not going to because that's okay. easy. Sean William Scott starred in Road Trip with DJ Qualls. That's a tall, skinny, lanky guy. Okay. His yeah. name is like Dustin Johnson Qualls, DJ yeah. Qualls. Uh, DJ Qualls was in the video, I'm Just a Kid from Simple Plan. Oh, my Simple God. Plan's I Do Anything features one Mark Hoppus on Vox. And then Mark to Tom. Mark and Tom, baby. That is a really roundabout way to get to Tom. Dude, I'm... I'm getting them, baby. But I'm it worked. Them. It worked. I try and do things that I haven't done before. I mean, this theme was interesting. It was all connected through movies rather than music. Once, once I figured out that that DJ Han did some work for the X Files, I instantly was like, "That's my makes theme. it way easier." Like now, I'm doing things. I'm into this theme thing. That's, yeah. that's what I'm I doing. mean, you could have. Even, I'm sure you could have even done like a Jack Black Jack Black route. I did. I did, but I didn't like it because it was it was a little too it was a little too cheesy. But this okay. next one you'll this next one you'll like a lot. Okay. Uh, so this is my last <laughs> one. Uh, Chester, obviously he was in Lincoln Park, was also in another band called Dead by Sunrise. 
This featured uh, Ryan Shuck as well as Amir, I forgot his last name, the two guitar players. Uh, they were in Orgy. And also, not only that, Ryan Shuck was also in the band Sex Art with Jonathan Davis. So Orgy is connected to Korn because they were on Korn's label, Family Values, all that stuff. So there's all that connection to Korn. Jonathan Davis was... Oh, okay, I'm sorry. Corey Taylor was on Korn's, uh, Korn's record, Serenity of Suffering, on one of their songs. The so we have that album. connection. So it goes from, John, from Korn to Corey Taylor. Corey Taylor was on Travis Barker's solo, solo record. Mm. And then Travis to Tom... There you go. Dang, we both used Travis's solo record as a we as did. a bridge. That's not the first time I've used Travis's solo record too. There's a lot it's of a people bit, on actually. that record. Yeah, there's a, it's pretty easy to. Connect. I didn't until the first time I did it. Like I didn't realize how many people were actually on that record. Have you ever actually listened to the record? I have not. Okay, there's some good songs on there. I probably won't listen to it. Oh my my last one, uh, DJ Han again did soundtrack work for the X Files, uh-huh. which guest starred uh, Will Sasso. I don't remember that one. He was in a wheelchair member. And oh, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. right. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. Uh, Will Sasso was the record executive from uh, Some 41 <laughs> Still Waiting, <laughs> the music video. Oh, my video. God, it's so funny. Some 41's, one of their tours, uh, Darren Pfeiffer played drums. Mm-hmm. Darren Pfeiffer from Goldfinger, Goldfinger yeah. Feldman, and then Feldman to Blink. To Blink, Blink to, to Tom. Tom. Yeah, there you go. There it is. That's, that there was my go. last one. So. That, was, that, was, uh, that was a good one. I like that. That was probably the best one. That was kind of fun. Yeah. It was it was it was fun too because when I was doing the X Files theme, and there's a there's a wiki page that shows all of the guests, like the notable guests that have been on X Files. Yeah, dude, it's like two or three an episode. There Is are really? hundreds. There are so many people that have been on the X Files that I did not remember whatsoever. Okay, it's crazy. Yeah, there, I mean, thinking about it, there were a lot of people, and like the more we watch, just film. Yeah, the more we realize, like, oh, that guy was in the X Files. That's that's a, that's an actor. Like, I thought that that's was true. like an extra. So, yeah. like, the older we get, the more we recognize. It was really cool. It was it was a fun little rabbit hole that I decided to go down, and I had a good time with it. So there you go. Tom DeLonge is everywhere. He is. You can connect him to anything. Yes. Even even during bands that we thought couldn't, it wouldn't happen. Like Rammstein. Rammstein. That Stones, was that was Rammstein was the hardest one for me. That was that was difficult. But we did it. We did it's, it. it. It is pretty. It is pretty remarkable that we have, dude, we've had three every single week. Like, there's no. Yeah. This is not. It, it sometimes can be hard, but there's always something there. Yeah, you can always dig and find something. So that's cool. Yeah. All right. So let's uh, let's just jump right into Here the, we uh, go, the album rankings. You know, we're we're done with the fun stuff. Now we're down to the to to the serious, the serious part of the episode. Tyler is freaking out. So they have seven records, and we're going to go from their worst record to their best record, because that's what we do. Uh, so what do you, and we're also going to name our favorite song from each record. So what do you got for number seven, their worst record? Okay. So. So. This one, I'm not even going to say the word, right, the, the name, but this one is not as bad as I was led to believe. It's 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 not like really a Linkin Park album. It's It's, oh, okay, it's okay. more of like a Chester and Friends album. It's it's kind of like a Chester output that that he like clearly, the sound was what he wanted. I mean, it, one more light. Okay, is, good. I, is it? I was worried you were going to say the hunting party, and I was going to get really mad. No, because because the, the way the way you set that up, it could have gone either way, and I didn't like that. But like one more light was, there it's was no not band. Good. It was just Chester, and then like a little bit of like like electronic stuff. Mm-hmm. And so it was it was more of like a Chester output. It wasn't. 
it, it's definitely different and it's going along the lines of like pop music and like that was slash is relevant today. And yeah. we even talked about it earlier with uh, what song did we talk about? The other one that I liked the, the Mike Shinoda song. Oh yeah. yeah the yeah. new one like that still ha- kind of has this sound to it. It does. Yeah. And so it's, it's not, it's not terrible. It's, it's like a creative project that just, it just shouldn't have been a Linkin Park album. Yeah. It, it could have been a Chester solo album or just like a, like if Chester and Mike, did like a black audio thing, you know, it's like yeah. if they went off and did their own little duo. Yeah, absolutely. That that could fit. You I, know? I think it was, I think it was bad marketing to put it as a Lincoln park because now, now you have, now you're like, people have this certain expectations yeah. for you. And I mean, we'll get into it because they've done a lot of really cool stuff and they've progressed in a lot of really cool ways. Yeah. And this, I, and this band is all about marketing. So, yeah. so to market Lincoln park this way was a really bad decision. Yeah, it really was. So. I, I I don't have a favorite song though. There there were there were parts like here and there of songs that I liked. There were there were some hooks and some inst- like cool instrumentals that I liked, but like nothing nothing here was I thought was was nothing here I thought was really good or good. Yeah, nothing was like terrible. It was just like okay, this is pretty lame, boring. Yeah, boring and just it's not. It was boring, straight boring. So one more light is my least favorite too. It's not. Uh, it it's. Just pop. It's straight yeah. top forty pop. That's what it is of the of two thousand seventeen and kind of what you said of more modern pop. It's what it is. It's nothing more, nothing less. If you turn on Kiss FM, if you turn on the top forty radio, BBC One. I don't know for our English listeners out there. I don't know what what BBC channel plays top forty, but you know that, that's what this is. And it's, I, I just don't care. I, I don't care. It's not interesting. And the backlash was very severe, and some people say that's kind of what led Chester. One of the reasons that Chester committed suicide was because of all the backlash, and he couldn't handle the, I the mean, criticism. That's, that's fair because this does sound like a Chester album. Like this does sound like like his Pinkerton. This sounds like something he put a lot of effort into. Yeah, and it just it kind of sucked. And I, I don't, dude, it just wasn't very good. And I think it's because he's not. He needs the band. Yeah. He needs the band to put out bangers. He's not he's not like the greatest lyricist ever. No. But he writes things that are deep enough to be kind Accessible. of like contemplative. But, yeah. But he but he can write them for everybody. Mm-hmm. Everybody can relate to his stuff. Yeah, you're right. And what I thought I, I think Mike Shinoda wrote a lot of this record anyway. I don't think it was a lot of it was Chester. I think a lot of it was Mike. And because reading more on each album as they progress uh, the one before Hunting Party, what is that, Living Things? That record, or the last one they did with Rick Rubin. It was the last one they did with Rick Rubin. Mike brought all this music and demo on all these demos to, to Rick Rubin and said, this is like, he pretty much told him this is pop music. This doesn't sound like Linkin Park. Like, if you want to release it, we can work, we could do that. But from Rick's ears, it didn't sound like Linkin Park. And Mike got really mad about it and said, you know, fuck that. I'm going to write a more aggressive record. And he, he essentially trashed all that pop music, and I think that's what this record is. This is this is the trashing, or this is what became. I think this is what this is what he wanted. This is what Mike originally wanted for that record, but Rick said this doesn't sound like Linkin oh, Park. Okay. And eventually, a couple albums later, this is what we get: one more light. That's fine. I mean, it's like if if I was listening to the radio and they played something that I know and I know I love. Let's say they played like because K Rock probably still plays smoke two joints all the time oh yeah so if if smoke two joints was on i was like kind of into it and they played a song from from one more light i probably wouldn't change it i would just wait 
and hope that the next song is really good to kind yeah. of recuperate that lost time. So yeah. it's not it's not changeable. I, I wouldn't immediately change any of these songs. I could see that. It's but I'm definitely waiting for the next one. One hundred percent. It's just a boring <laughs> record overall. Yeah. Uh, okay. So what's your number six? Uh, number six might cause a little stir, but Meteora. Really? That Meteora low, huh? is my number six. Yeah. Wow, that's surprising. Dude, I'm, Mete- I'm not mad at you. Meteora, but I'm is, surprised. Meteora is chock full of nostalgia, chock full of forgotten gems, chock full mm-hmm. of bangers. There's, there's so much cool shit on here that when I was listening to it, I was like, wow, this is rad. This is this is bringing me back. Like this is, this is cool stuff. A lot of a lot of quotable material that we kind of uh, not really. Of this album specifically that we quote, but there's a lot of songs on here that that we that we love and we used to quote a lot. Yeah, but it's just an extension of hybrid theory. Oh, it totally is, and it plays it safe, and it's it's like, hey, let's replicate that really cool sound that hybrid theory did in the safest manner possible. And then we got Meteora, and yeah. like I said, like I, so, I totally forgot about Numb. Yeah, that, that was that came on. I was like, holy shit, <laughs> dude, this song is a fucking banger. Like somewhere I belong, breaking the habit. Oh, Breaking these, the Habit was the one I forgot about. All of these songs, yeah. I was just, I was like giggling, I was laughing, I was like, dude, this is fun. But never did I think this was like a legitimate output from the band. Never did I think like, holy shit, like this is groundbreaking. This is just, this is hybrid theory, just a little bit more kind of pop centric. It's more accessible, I guess. It's the more accessible version of it, of hybrid theory. But but faint faint is my favorite. Ah, oh, that is faint a is my banger. favorite, and it's always reminded me of Toxic by Britney Spears. Just that. Oh yeah, that because the beginning sounds yeah, very exactly very mean. similar. Mm-hmm. But this came out and was recorded before Britney Spears. I double checked. Oh, you did. <laughs> yeah. So she stole it from Lincoln Park and Faint's a dope song. And this is a cool album. Like I don't hate this album. And like like I said, four of those songs are absolute bangers and they're really cool and I love them. Yeah. I yeah I, I I'll get into it once I, once I get to my pick. So it's not number six for you. No, it's not number six. Yeah. No, so no, hybrid no, theory no, no. is probably number six because you're a cuck. That's fine. Uh. Uh, so my my number six is uh, a thousand suns. This one I honestly, the next couple I I enjoy, but I'll probably never really go back to them. They're the forgotten records. They're the ones that I kind of just they they really flew under the radar. They just they're not super memorable, but they're interesting. And uh, a thousand suns is one of them. It's it's more electronic based. There's some interesting stuff there, and I don't know. It's 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 just experimental. It's it's just it's very much more experimental. It's not nearly as catchy as their other albums. Um, and I'm a, I'm a heavy guy. And you're a new metalman. So I'm a new get, metalman. Oh, you, and so you're, fi- you're gonna hate Thousand Suns. Living things probably be okay. But you're gonna love Hunting Party. We're full of new um, metal. But no, I thought. I mean, my favorite song on my favorite song on A Thousand Suns is Blackout. It's it's a, like a heavy electronic song, and it's kind of spastic and it's it's good it's it's a it's a solid song it's playlistable let's just say that did you playlist it i did playlist it yeah Yeah. my main playlist so so yeah thousand suns is my number six okay what do you got that's okay whatever Uh, that's my number one you fucking cut minutes to midnight is my number five okay this one this one was weird because this has uh wait is your number five or six five we're on six oh no yeah yeah yeah, you did six sorry sorry yeah counting's Counting's been uh, difficult. Uh, pod counting too. I, this is a new thing for yeah, me. This is pod counting. You're right. So minutes, minutes to midnight. Minutes to midnight. Minutes to midnight is my number five. This has my favorite Linkin Park song. I don't. I don't fucking care. Bleed it out. I think is their greatest song. It's so. It's so good, dude. It has it all really of. Good. It has all of 
the sounds you want from like this rap rock new metal band and it's so catchy and it's so fun and there's so much nostalgia tied to it that I am I don't even care no matter what this will be my favorite Linkin Park song ever of all time and bleed it out when when he says filthy mouth no excuse filthy mouth no excuse he almost kind of like laughs when he says it and it's really irritating but like but when I still he first starts he goes, oh here we go like this is <laughs> like dude like are you hyping me up like what is going on here oh it's it so is a hype song good. that is a hype song it's so it good is purely a hype song yeah damn I, but like i never even like looked at the lyrics and like i know all the words so it's that, right. that, that's that type of song like the, like yeah. a good song is you don't need to look at the lyrics and, and you know the words or at least you know what you think the words are yeah, so exactly. you can sing it. You can sing the whole thing. But yeah, this one's weird. Like when this is good, it's pretty damn good or great. This album. Yeah, I, th- I think you're right. Otherwise, this album's kind of lame. There, there are some songs on here that are like really fast and hard. And Chester does some like amazing screaming, which he is super good at sometimes. He's a fantastic screamer. But then like there's a slower half. There's there's this half that has more more singing and a, a slowed down alt rock sound. And I don't like that sound. I no, cannot stand. It's that fucking shit. boring. It's boring as hell. It does not go anywhere. So like the the best parts on Minutes to Midnight is, is like top two Lincoln Park, but it's because of the <laughs> other half that make it like bottom three. Yeah, I can see that. I could definitely see that. Um, but yeah, like I just I said like Bleed It Out is, is my favorite. I mean, but there's plenty of other bangers. Like like what I've done is cool. Even even though I don't know, I can't get into it's, that one. It's it's it sounds just like one line. It's it's one line that I like. I like just this one line. The No More Sorrow is that's another cool one. But I don't bleed it out. It's, uh, you can't fuck with that one. What do you want me to do? It's so good. Yeah, it's perfect. It's a fucking perfect song. It is. Okay, so my number five is Living Things. Uh, this is this is one I did not remember. I, I did not know this album existed. When I was looking through Spotify, I thought it was like a comp album. Literally, there's no promotion. I don't recognize any of the singles. Like, at least on A Thousand Suns, I think there was one song on there that I recognized. But Living Things, nothing. It was... I knew nothing about it until this week. Um, it's uh, it's much like A Thousand Suns. Like it, it, it focuses a lot more on the electronic stuff. It's a lot more experimental. It's it's a solid it's solid output from the band. But I mean, it's just it's it's good. It's good. And my favorite song is Victimize. That song is is probably one of the heaviest songs they have. It's it's more than industrial electronic heaviness with the guitars thrown in, and then Chester just fucking. Goes nuts. He goes nuts on this song. It's great. Okay. Great screamer. All great right. screamer. But Living Things is probably your number one because you okay. think you're so cool. All right. Uh, so what's your number four? Uh, the Hunting Party. That low, huh? Here, here is we. Here is where we get to the Lincoln Park where I am. Like, holy shit! You guys are pretty good. Like, you guys have done some really cool stuff, and I am really surprised that you didn't do another hybrid theory. Yeah. Because this, I mean, but they did with with Meteora, right? Absolutely. That's why Meteora is my my second worst, and then Minutes to Midnight is, is also like whatever's. But like the Hunting Party, even because it's ranked on this that low, it's because I was like, damn, the first half of this is almost one hundred percent bangers. Yes, correct. It is unbelievable. Up until about until it's gone, I thought this album was absolutely incredible. Yeah, I was blown away. The second half was kind of meh. It just it was just kind of like hit or miss, but dude, like that first half was just there was some really cool hardcore punk stuff in there and some hardcore metal, and it was all good. Yeah, it was very good. And I had no idea these guys could do something like this. <laughs> that they after, even wanted to do something like this you because know? they've 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 done the formula for so fucking long. Like they've yeah. they've been milking that sound for so long, and then they do this, and it's like, why don't you fucking do this right for Meteora? 
Yeah, you're right. You're totally I, I, right. Meteor is probably your favorite album because you're. you're how have is you not it? said Meteor yet? I don't understand. I mean, we'll get to it when when we get there. You must have listened on fucking YouTube where like it was lagging or something because there's no fucking Wait, way that, that, that you have not listened sense. because it's, you're stupid. <laughs> <laughs> Guilty all the same is is Ooh, is my favorite. Dude. This is a cool song. This is fast. This is hard. This is a true rap rocker. They got rapper Rakim to even come on there, and it's just but that's dude, of course that's why you like. It. This is just a cool song, and it constantly drives forward. There's nothing like extravagant about it. It's just. It's very like Cypress Hill. It's very, it's very dumbed down. It's, but it's so great. It is so great. Agreed. Agreed. All right. Number four. Dude, was you better fucking party. say Meteor next. I'm going to throw something at your head. Okay. So my, my number four is uh, Minutes to Midnight. How, is, how do you think Meteor is top three? Oh, because it's better. Are you serious? It's better. That's why. Um, it's hybrid part two. What? No, well, eh, eh, yeah, it is. But Minutes to Midnight... I agree with you. Half of the record is just is is okay. It's good, but then the other half is just like it's so fucking it's it's amazing. Bleed it out, like you said. I'm not gonna go over that again, but it, it's it's so simple. It's so catchy that 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 guitar line, that high guitar line, is just so stupid. And then just the simple drums that da 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 da. It just makes you like want to hit your steering wheel when you're driving. Like it's just it's so silly. It's so cheesy and cheap and dumb. The clapping, dude, it's, yeah. it's a fun song. It's not, you're right. It's a hype song. Like, it's absolutely it's a hype the song. ultimate hype song. It really so is. Good. But it's so much fun to sing Mike Shinoda's parts. <laughs> and then, uh, so yeah, so "Bleed It Out" is my favorite song on the record. But a close, very close second is "Given Up," because Chester's scream on that is so good. And that that lo- after the bridge, he screams that that extended scream he has. And it's just that that one note he holds for so long, and then like the last like maybe half bar of that, he switch he he sings in a different. I, how much he drops it? He drops. Yeah, like ah, it, yeah, he drops. You know what I'm okay. talking about? You know what part of the song I'm talking the, about? I mean, I know the song, but I don't remember that part though. It, it's yeah, it's it's during the bridge. He has the long drawn out scream, and then like the last breath, I guess you could say, he just kind of like drops one octave, and it just it makes that part perfect. Oof. Oh my god, it's so good! I love that song. But bleed it out. It's perfect type song. It has to be number one. So. Okay. Is that your favorite Linkin Park song? Mm. The top three? It's top three. It's okay. top three. Yeah. Okay. Top three. That's so fine. there you go. That's my number four. What's your number three? Living things. Really, dude. So I mean, color me surprised, right? Yeah, I color me surprised. I thought this. <laughs> I thought living. I thought everything after minutes to midnight was going to be stupid. I thought I was going to love Meteor, love Minutes to Midnight, because that's that's what I've been conditioned to think. Yeah, that's what that's what uh, I think Warner Music or whoever owns and put together this band and pushed this band forward wanted me to think. But living living things came up, and this one's like all over the place. There's a lot of different genres going on. There's there's a lot of weird directions that they go in, and and for the most part, it's all really good. Yeah. It's, it's like it's a sound that fully encompasses like Linkin Park's entire discography up to this point. I have nothing really bad to say about this. It's only number three because my number two is is this, but like way better. But this is better than everything else before it. But my my favorite song is also Victimized. Victimized, yeah, it's a it's a banger, right? Dude, this is it's not even two fucking minutes long. <laughs> it's so it's, good. It's this hardcore style, like this hardcore punk style that like we've always talked about, even in high school. We said, mm-hmm. dude. Lincoln Park would make a really fucking good hardcore band. Yeah. And then here they finally did they it. They did it, yeah. Chester's Scream is unmatched. It is so 
good. It's, it's like, so dude, unique. Too. Where have you been? It's so unique and so good. <laughs> it, like he's, it's unreal. Where have you been? Yeah. What have you been doing? I know. I know. I I agree. It's silly. It's silly boy talk. You know. It, it is. Very, it is silly boy talk. It is. <laughs> SP two. It is. <laughs> it is definitely SP two. Um, okay. So my number. Th- my number three is uh, uh, hybrid theory. Dude, you're fucking insane. What? You got you can't be serious. No, you're I'm not joking. Serious. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I did get you though. I you got, got you me for a second. Then I then I was like, wait, he's 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 No, that that I got you. He's joking my ass before. So that was good. Right no, now. that was good. I you're got you. I got you right good. Now. Okay, so yeah, uh it's my number be Meteora, then it's gotta be the hunting party, then it's probably my my number three is actually uh Meteora. Yeah. It is Meteora. The way, way too high, but okay. <laughs> No, it it's a solid record. You're a fool. And like when I was I was texting you about it, I said I totally forgot about all these bangers on here. I I hadn't listened to this record probably in ten years. It's been so fucking long. Yeah, it's been so fucking yeah, long, same. and it. W- I was just even like the non singles. I remember just I, I listened to this record a lot growing up, and it, banger after banger after banger. It's so good, and it. Is, I mean, it is an extension of Hybrid Theory. I totally agree, but it's still a lot of fun. And yeah, the nostalgia is there, but it's still a, a solid good record. A lot of good melodies, some good screaming, but my favorite song. My favorite Linkin Park song is on this record, mm. and that's Faint. Ah. Faint is their best song. Through and through, it's their best song. It's short, it's sweet, it's to the point. His screaming and his screaming during the bridge in that song is one of my favorite things he's ever done. It's it's a perfect song, absolutely perfect song. It's a banger. It is. It it truly is. And then um, breaking the habit was. I mean, I totally forgot about that song. Like I said. Um, that song is so good. Just that that doom 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 doom. That really hype. That hype guitar part, I guess it is, or maybe it's a synth. I don't know. It's so stupid. <laughs> I love it though. The, it's like, so catchy. That song structure is set up to make you feel like anxious. Like the dun dun dun, dun fighting for the wind. And yeah, it kind of like drops yeah. in slowly and builds. I'm breaking the like. It's, Dude, I feel anxious. Like I feel oh I, my I, like my heart beats faster. Like I just I feel nervous. It's great. It's a great song, but it, Faint is is perfect. The best song, easily they, the best song. I mean, to be fair, like they only have one bad album. Uh, yeah, yeah, th- th- you're right. Everything one else, truly bad album. Uh, like nothing else, even even Meteor, which was my second to last. Like I, there was no part of this where I was like, oh, this sucks. Yeah, I would I would honestly go back to every one of these records. Yeah, I would too, except for One More Light. I give I give One yeah, More Light a one, a one out of three. Everything else would be at least a two. Yeah, One More Light is a good representation of how we classify a one album. You should yes. listen to it because it is a Linkin Park album and it's so different than what they've done. But don't ever go back to yeah, it. Yeah, it's not yeah, ever. it's not worth going back to. Yeah. But Absolutely. you should definitely listen to it once. Exactly. And that was my once. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Never go back. Well, that was the second time I've listened to it, unfortunately. Um so yeah, what's your number two? This was close. Oh no. This was close. Oh, no, there's no way. This was close. There's, but but a thousand sons really but nostalgia took over mostly and just growing up at this time was great and this era of our life was really fun so my number two is a thousand sons i can't believe that record close. is that high it I, was close i'm telling you dude i deleted and added it back as number one number two probably like six times uh, it was insane but why this album is so high i don't get it dude they did the electronic sound perfectly Absolutely yeah. perfect. They didn't overdo it. They didn't lean into it too heavy. This record was Lincoln Park. It was it was like a 
like this album's like a concept album too, dealing with like emotional responses from from fears of nuclear warfare and the title itself being a reference to Oppenheimer describing the atomic bomb as being a thousand suns, as bright as a thousand suns. Mm. Everything about this album was just so fucking electronic, but like old fifties, how they perceive like electronic stuff. Yeah. You know I what see I mean? what you mean. Yeah, yeah. Like I, I But there were also like a little bit of dub like there was a tiny bit of dubstep like kind of seeping into this record no wait no not it wasn't this one it was the one after this yeah that was li- living, living things. things yeah there was some some dubstep stuff in there what do you what do you call that like that americana concept of 50s thinking about the future like fallout games are based around that i would say uh yeah it wouldn't be americana but it, it's like, but I, I know what you mean yeah that type of concept reminding me of this like this is what it wasn't electronic of like 2000, uh, when was it, like 2012? This, this is 2010. Out? 2010 yeah. when this came out. It was, it, was, it was more like early electronic sound from the two th- early 2000s, mm-hmm. that type of feel, but with the technology of 2010. Okay. But they still had Linkin Park. Hybrid 30 was in this album. It was here. Really? They I... didn't overdo it. They, it was a perfect complement between the two sounds. Interesting. Okay. And then I looked it up to buy this up to, to, to buy the vinyl, and I was fucking dude. I would have bought this vinyl if they sold it like Walmart or whatever. Yeah. I would have bought this shit, but it's too expensive. How much does it go for? I, I don't think they've even pressed it in besides like one time, but it's on Discogs for way more money than I wanted to spend. How much is it? I don't remember, but it was like a hundred bucks at least. Oh, okay. Fuck that. Yeah. Dude, I was I was blown away by this. This is this is this is at the point where I really realized that Lincoln Park was a band that was pigeonholed into being a, a, like, a like a fake band. Mm-hmm. Can you hear that? Of course, everybody uh, can hear that. I'll call her back after we're done. And, and then they, they eventually kind of, like, dude, the Hybrid Theory, Meteora, and then Minutes to Midnight, that is, that's Linkin Park. Yeah. And then they decided that they didn't want to be a joke anymore, so they tried to do other things. And they eventually did do other things, and it's all really good. Yeah, absolutely. And so I—that's why I don't like Meteora so much in Minutes to Midnight because, <laughs> like, dude, they just—they got better as a band. Like, they were really good at writing Hybrid Theory over and over, because I mean, Wait, hybrid over and over. Good. But it, Meteora's Hybrid Theory minute, part two. Minutes to Midnight is <laughs> Minutes to Midnight a is a bit. huge departure from I, the it's prior, definitely not a from huge departure. Previous, it is not a huge departure from Hybrid Theory. It is not. <sighs> You're, you're insane. S apostrophe N O T. But yeah, uh, <laughs> a thousand, a thousand suns. This was almost my number one. But when you really think about it, like hybrid theories is your number one. If, if hybrid theory is not your number one, then I'm I'm done potting for tonight. So <laughs> forever, actually, actually forever. Fuck yeah, yeah forever. You're right, forever. <laughs> okay, so my number two is the hunting party. So there you go, there you go. You I win. Mean, I, I'm not surprised. The Honey Party's fucking fantastic, know, dude. It sounds like a lot of there's a lot, the, of, there's the a lot only, of new metal sound. The You're only weak, the only weak song is the one with Tom Morello. Like it doesn't make any fucking sense. It's an inst- it's a soft instrumental. It's not that, the one with Darren is not that great either. I like the one with Darren. The it's, di- like okay, you're featuring Darren Malaki, and it's like okay, that's that was cool. I guess why it was even, cool. Why even have him? The one because I mean Brad mm-hmm. Delson doesn't play like that. Mm-hmm. He doesn't play mm-hmm. like that. It was okay. I was expecting much much more from that song. But yeah. I like this album. It was a great album, fantastic album. It was good. And I was, re- I've, I've always thought uh, since it came out, because I've loved this record. I've tried to get you into this record for years. I've tried to get you into this record. What I put the song "War" as my song of the week a couple years ago, trying to get you into this record, but you never did. You don't listen to me. Well, it's my number four, so 
You don't listen to me. You should have put something from Thousand Sons. You don't listen to me. You like Sloan. You think I like fucking bullshit. I know what you like. You think I like bullshit. I know what you like more than what more than you do. <laughs> you know, if that made any sense what I just said. It probably it, didn't. It it did, but you almost lost it for a second. I did almost lose it, yes. Uh the Hundy Party. Uh I've lost my train of thought. Cool. Awesome. It is your Thanks, second dude. banger. So my second oh yeah, what I was gonna say was when I first heard it up until this week, I always thought like his drumming is much better on this record. I was very, very surprised at how much better it was. And then reading about the making of this record he he had to learn how to play better. He w- he is such a bad drummer, <laughs> such a bad drummer that he had to practice for eight, nine hours a day to play on this record to the point where he was practicing so much that he actually almost broke his back. He had to go to like a like a therapist to fix his back from sitting for so long trying to play these these songs. And then I'm listening to the songs thinking these songs aren't that technical. They're not that difficult to play like. You have to be a really bad drummer if you're breaking your back, literally breaking your back. Everything else hasn't been that bad. It's not, he he keeps a beat, but outside of that, technically speaking, he is the most boring drummer I've ever experienced. I've ever listened to. He is so oh. fucking boring. Like, he's not a good drummer. I mean, he's better than Lars. No, you know what? No, I no, I don't. You're, accept you're just that. saying that because I don't accept that. You're on a roll. I don't accept that. I don't accept that. I, I love shit-talking Lars. Lars that's that's po- one of my favorite things to do is to shit-talk Lars. Postmaster of Puppets, he's better than Lars. No, he's not. Yes, he is. No, he's not. No, he's not. No, he's not. No, he's not. So that, that I just, he's such a shit drummer. And I, I'll, I'll save the rest for the, for the main episode because, yeah. Anyway, so The Hunting Party is my, my second favorite record. And War is my favorite song. Top five Linkin Park. It's a straight punk song, hard, hardcore punk song. It's great. It's some great screaming. It's fast. It's the fastest song they've probably ever done. Yeah. And I think I think I think you know what you're talking about. Yeah, it's it's fantastic. I love it. I love this song. Keys to the Kingdom is another banger. Um fuck, what was the other song? You you talked about it. It's your favorite song. What is that fucking song called? Oh, Guilty All the Same. Guilty All the Same. Another great it's a banger. Yeah. True, true banger. Even the one with Darren Malakian. Banger yeah, too. That's not a banger. The one with um Paige Hamilton was a good good one too. So yeah, that's my number two, and obviously our number ones, Hyperthery. So. <laughs> so there you go. Uh, stay yeah, tuned. Yeah. Stay tuned for the main episode because yeah, we're getting into Lincoln Park's Hyperthery. So that's it. That's all. David Javi. Yeah, uh, David Javi. Yeah, that's it. That's all. <laughs>